Hi. Hi. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. Like I'm it. sending a text to Greg because I'm wondering if he'll answer a question about water treatment plants. Mark works in water treatment plants, but he didn't get a chance to watch the episode with me. Oh, no. Because we had our housewarming. But you had a housewarming and didn't invite me. I did invite you. I did when? invite you. When did you invite me? On paperless post. I just thought you couldn't come. It was like a month ago. I sent the invites out really early. What the fuck? <laughs> Where is this pig. invitation? I think I, yeah, paper. I sent it on paperless post. We have extra pig if you want pig and potatoes. Was we it from so you? Like Brittany's, Brittany Elsner's, no. Brittany it might Walton have been. Email. Could have been through or from paperless post, maybe. Okay, I'm going to look up paperless. It was insane there were kids running everywhere but it was fun okay we put um we put oh my god okay so we have a friend whose daughter was born five days after wayne so they're basically birthday twins um a friend whose daughter was born five days after wayne i'm listening yes so you know the brences right obviously Yes. So Which Matt Brent's wife. Okay. Well, Matt Brent's daughter, I guess. It's also his wife's daughter. <laughs> so, but she made um they're called smash cakes. Hold for... on, Greg's here. One second. Okay. Here. I was gonna ask you a question about water treatment plants, but you're not even dressed. <laughs> like forget is he, is he in Hodgins uh, like a Hodgins outfit from the Christmas episode? Mark is not here, no. And he didn't watch the episode, but neither did you. So I'm just wondering if a dead body is found in a water treatment facility. Do you like, shut her what's down? the protocol? <laughs> because this is guy didn't really first? seem. But do you drain it? What do you do? I guess if it in filters, a, it's fine. In a reservoir is drinking water. In okay. a sewage treatment plant is where they process extrovert. The body was found in the pipes. Was it a water? At a water treatment plant. Was it Mark, the second he saw, because he, he saw me watch it for like a second. And the second he saw the episode. Yeah. He's like, this is a water treatment plant. It's water treatment, not sewage treatment. So a dead body's found in like a pipe. What do they do? They have to drain it? Where's or Mark? what mark i have a question what do you think depending what where what area in, is in the process of course they would have to drain it he says they Mark's, have to drain it i would think so mark said that he sometimes sees ducks it's in the water, it's in the water drinking process. ducks like what? ducks like 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 quack quack animals yeah animals that are like swimming yeah, in the water surprised how many raccoons are in those greg oh. says you'd be surprised how many raccoons are in those honestly like dead raccoons. Oh yeah, I believe it. 
I totally believe it. Mark has some disgusting stories about, so he works, he works in sewage and water. Honey. And I can imagine gross stories. Like there's this one guy that came to work, um, at one of like, it was a special specialist that came to one of their, um, sites that he was working at when it was a sewage plant. And this guy was literally a poo diver. Yeah, I believe it. So he looked like a deep sea diver, except he dove to like do welding under the water and stuff. Right. But like by under the water, I mean like in the sewage. Isn't that insane? I've heard of jobs like that. Your hair looks so good. I know I've said that, but like looks great. Looks like you'd had like a professional blowout. <laughs> I have like a like- frizzy mom bun going on right now. So that's all I wear is a mom bun. Greg just bought me this pullover today from oh, I love the it. golf. He went to this golf club called Century Pines. Okay. Somewhere off Highway 6, Guelph ish area. Yeah. Anyway. And he bought me a hoodie and a hat because it's they didn't so have nice. anything for him, of course. Oh, that's nice that you. And when Greg can't find something for him, he's like, he has to buy something. He has this like compulsion. It's like he has to buy something. Well, then you so get funny. it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't need a hat. It's kind of nice. Need this. But it's very comfortable. And he bought me a baseball hat, which is stupid because I have so many baseball hats. But this one's very comfortable. So. I like, I like it. it. I'm so sorry about the color is really nice. Too. I really, oh my God, you don't you need to be sorry. Me. I don't I will, know what we did. I, I don't know how I'm going to find it in my heart. Kelly. <laughs> Greg had hockey yesterday. Does he play every week on Saturdays? Yeah. He That's plays. awesome. That's so With, fun. It's a bunch of old guys who probably shouldn't be doing it, but there you have it. They keep it non-contact. No, that's the problem. They think they're 20 years old. Oh, no. Yeah. I, uh, after a day of being on my feet yesterday, I woke up this morning and I stepped out of bed and I was like, ow, my feet. Oh, my God. I know that feeling. That's me after cooking for three days in a row. Yeah. And working, cleaning houses. And then, oof. Like, my oh, yeah, feet cleaning feel houses like, would be a lot. I hope my feet are like little pretzels. It's really, really bad. Really bad. So I'm glad the party was a success. I think so. But we we gave them. Have you heard of this like fad? It's like it's called smash cakes. So you like make oh, a cake and then like put it in front of a baby that's turning one. And they are supposed to go to town and smash it. So our friends who I was telling you about that. That have is a, baby. a very Western concept. Yes. Like how wasteful do oh, North so Americans wasteful. have to be? <laughs> but I'm totally, totally bought into it. Yeah. And so Michelle, our friend Michelle, made the cakes for both of our kids. And we put them in front of these cakes. Or right behind the cakes. The cakes were in front of them. And we were like, okay, here we go. Go to town. They would not eat them. They wouldn't no. even touch them. Why? I have no idea. So our like smash cake extravaganza turned into two babies just being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm trying to think like 
how would I know what a cake is at that age? Like, even though that's the other problem is like, it's just a big blob of color. You'd be like, what is that's the thing. And like we put, so we did put the cakes in front of them and we like kind of gave them a little bit of instruction. Yeah. Like kind of. And like, I, I have fed him snacks while sitting on the floor before so I'm not worried from that. Pers- I wasn't worried from that perspective, but yes, most of his meals are in a high chair. So I could see why he might be a bit confused. Well, it is weird. Oh yeah, for sure. Who's I anyway, I'm not it was saying... my idea. <laughs> no, but like who invented who that? Who thought of it? Exactly. I don't know. Especially. So she made like a, a healthy cake, like, Oh, didn't no. really have any sugar in it why why bother but now like exactly like i'm i'm planning now to no do one's it again gonna eat it. we're having a family uh birthday party for him on saturday right so i'm like okay so i'm just gonna make a betty crocker cake <laughs> why don't you just give him a cupcake or a cupcake that's a good idea just something you could small. smash a cupcake true maybe i should do you that could, that's a good idea just buy a cupcake it. And he could use a ham, big hammer, big joke hammer on it, or mallet. Be That's a good idea. Rather than <laughs> trying to like encourage him to eat this thing that he's obviously not going to eat. It seems very like a strange. Who invented this idea? I don't know. Especially since if you make them like a regular cake, I would think that they'd be jumping off the wall because you just went a full year basically with either breast milk or formula and like super healthy food. Like, mm. no sugar whatsoever, right? <clears throat> right. So. <laughs> right. It didn't it work. It just seems very. I'm sorry. It's, I'm really caught up on this it's idea. It's wasteful. Like, why is this a thing? Like, I feel like I should <laughs> put it out to our listeners. See if they've ever, um, in, like, had their kids do a smash cake. Or what do they think of it? I can't imagine like anyone from the old country would abide either. They'd be like, "Oh no, it's very waste. No waste the cake, you know." It'd be very like, "Oh know? yeah." Well, what's and interesting? Then, oh, sorry, you go. Just to make a cake, a b a is enough of an effort. B exactly. make a healthy cake. What the hell? Then C, you're like, if if you make a expensive. cake from scratch without using boxed cake mix. We're talking butter. We're talking eggs. We're talking milk. We're talking vanilla. These things are not free, you know. No, it's exactly. Like, it's okay. expensive. It seems very. It adds it, up. I okay. I should stop because I don't want this to be any kind of <laughs> reflection on how I feel about you or whatever. No, you no, no, no. It's not. I just think the concept is like is wasteful. It feels so. Um, there's a word. It's not just wasteful. It's there's an extravagance and kind of um this flaunting there's a lot of things with babies that are like that though like even just the fact that people do gender reveals oh like i think that's going the way of the dodo now it seems like it because people are kind of realizing that maybe it's not something that's Necessary? Well, first of all, it is 2022 gender schmender, right? That so too. Okay, that fair. It seems very antiquated to have this concept. Yeah. Also, the whole like 
And calling it a sex party seems uh, inappropriate. Again, very Western. <laughs> very Western, right? To, very. To have these sort of egocentric, navel-gazing, look at us, look at how amazing we are, and it's super heteronormative, and there's yeah. all these things about it that are kind of like icky in modern climbs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a short-lived fad, I think, because I don't know, like, when I was born... Mm. i don't oh, my- think gender <laughs> reveals were around no like, they literally thought that i was a boy until i was born so my mom thought i was a boy too and i she had no idea what i was gonna be she was gonna call me kelly whether i was a boy or a girl and perfect she'd already picked out the name she was ready to go and it just didn't matter like yeah. so much i guess wow i'm sorry to go off on no cake smashing <laughs> it's interesting yeah no it it is interesting like you mentioning that it's like a north american thing or like a western thing because even like i was filling out wayne has his one year so wayne is turning one year old on november 11th which is very exciting wild so insane but so he the 11th the 11th remember Uh remember i know right (laughs) wow i hope he doesn't think all the pop uh the poppies are for all the poppies are for him (laughs) everyone bought me flowers (laughs) um oh my god well so i'm filling out this questionnaire for him of like what skills he's accomplishing which by the way (laughs) he's walking it's really cool well congratulations but also that's crazy yeah, they well they make you because there's some things that could indicate like the doctor's oh office God. makes you do it, right? Wow. So it's like these some things could indicate that like they want to intervene early if I there understand. are indications that your kid's falling behind. But yeah. for the most part, like this no. okay. You're talking to someone <laughs> who was born in the seventies, okay? And no. They you definitely think did my not parents have this. even spoke to me until I was five? Like, come on. <laughs> so, I, like, I'm filling out this questionnaire, and then I see this asterisk on a couple of the points, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yes. And are you lighting a candle? I'm this seems to. like this is me yesterday. I was trying to light a candle outside, and I could not get it. Oh, there we go. A big flame. These are matches from Paul DeLentz and Kate's wedding oh really so they're kind of old they also have a baby more than around wayne's yes. age have you seen her she's so cute oh, oh my, my gosh God. adorable <laughs> all these slovenian babies they're so, cute. so like they're all like little chubbers and they're oh, so yeah. like ee, they look like little dolls it's like wild wayne has chubby cheeks going for him but like mm. He just is growing too fast to chub up well, enough. He's going like, to really, really want tall. it to happen. Oh, yeah. No, he's going to be so tall, Brit. So, you know. It's going to be insane. Uh, yeah, it's insane. He. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So I'm filling out this questionnaire. Yeah. And- the asterisks, right? <laughs> so I'm looking at these asterisks. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So it says on the bottom, it says not normal or not, not common or only common to Western cultures. So for the what? most part, yeah. And it it's skills like <clears throat> like they it's really a western thing to teach your baby how to sit or like to move them into a sitting position. Like 
it, that's a Western thing for the most part. Otherwise, like you would just let your kid figure it out when they're going to figure it out. They also get carried around a lot, probably. Yeah, probably. Like they have well, a special, like look at the pupusas, like the in native culture, they have an African culture all over. They have the, the fabric that they just wrap around their body yeah. and the baby's just like constantly touching the mother you and know people do that here but not to the same extent no like, it's because we work it's because of our our capitalism basically it's because yeah. everybody's working you gotta get jobs. back to work at least yeah. in canada it's not as bad like in the states it's horrible like you basically yeah. birth a baby and have to go back in six weeks or whatever at least like i took a year it, um, well because you work at a place where you you know you have some tenure and yeah. you it's not my, everybody my job is that much time <laughs> yeah exactly well and then other people they can take 18 months like i have a friend who's in a financial position that she's become a stay-at-home mom mm. which is awesome are you jealous honestly no because <laughs> as much as i love being with wayne all the time <clears throat> i feel that my skills I feel that I'm doing him no favors keeping him home now. Mm-hmm. Like I did what I could up to this point, but now mm-hmm. he's like wanting to socialize and he's like energetic and he wants to walk and he wants to do all these things. And like, mm-hmm. they are going to have activities for him to do at daycare and they're going to be like keeping him busy and like, at, like entertaining his curiosity and stuff. I can only do so much here. I'm not making like, huge sensory baskets for him and stuff if i like and i would never so i'm kind of like you know what yeah i told i told greg the other day how i was talking about his sister because his sister's like the upper echelon of moms you know she is like a super mom (laughs) this woman no is a super mom way up there and i just think like Oh my God, because she was helping Greg's brother and sister-in-law because they just had a baby last week. Oh. So Ren, yeah, Andre and Anne-Marie had another baby. Oh yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ren took their other kid as well as her kids. Like she's taking care of her three plus theirs. And just like your sister-in-law, Kathy is very similar. Like, oh yeah. You know, and she goes and takes them to Riverdale friends. Farm, or they go and do all these activities and stuff, right? Yeah. And even during the pandemic, she was so vigilant like really with keeping like activities going and stuff. Honestly, well, that's she not took for them me. up to Bancroft. Yeah, it's they amazing. lived in Bancroft the, pretty much the whole pandemic. Yeah, and they would go out at recess on the snowmobiles. They would go out fishing they would go hiking they'd go do all these things she had like an itinerary for them basically i don't i don't think i could do it i couldn't do that and i know i couldn't well it just depends on you know different 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 personalities like my parents didn't do shit with me i had to create my own fun and we had to create our own activities and our own yeah we imagination a lot i lived in the middle of nowhere so i was in the woods all the time but i have a question for you yes i guess it's a little early now but are you gonna put him in any sports it'll depend on what he i we want to give him an opportunity to try lots of different sports um i played a lot of sports in high school what do you mean i must plug in my pc 
Oh no. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. One second. It is plugged <laughs> in. I'm going to plug mine in. Uh-oh. I played a lot of sports when I was growing up. Well into high school, kept up with it a little bit in university. Um I played volleyball mostly. Mark wasn't as involved in sports, so we were kind of like Mm. talking about what we wanted to do with wayne and we think we want to give him the opportunity to try lots of sports if he's into them then we would give him the opportunity to like stay in a league it's or important. whatever yeah. oh it's so important i think so i did that when i was a kid i tried everything soccer yeah. basketball floor hockey i tried all kinds of shit but the only thing that stuck was swimming swimming was the only okay thing. so i picked the one thing and then i stuck to that yeah and yeah i was very dedicated to that for 12 15 years so well <clears throat> that's the thing like if you find something you love right mm -hmm. then why not i mean i don't know how it works anymore i think kids show aptitude for certain stuff like Allie was a gymnast for okay. a while. She swam in school. She ran like crazy. Now she's training for a marathon. Like she's wow. She started running again just to keep her head straight. And yeah. she started, she decided to train for a marathon. And wow. uh, she was always a really good runner. So I'm really happy. She didn't want to start with a half marathon. She's going straight for the marathon. Straight for the marathon. Good for straight her. Straight for the marathon. Well, come on. She's. She's great. And Luke, he's a hockey player. He does everything, okay. right? So, but hockey was his main thing. He did lacrosse. He was a real white boy. Well, that's like, cool. <clears throat> he was a white boy, like totally white hockey, <laughs> lacrosse, squash. Those like, are expensive skiing. sports to put your kid in. Hockey was expensive. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, lacrosse, I don't know. He did it. He was in a cheaper league. He doesn't, and he plays softball for fun in the summer. Like he's one okay, of those guys yeah. who's like generally athletic. Yeah, he can kind of pick up anything. Like if he wants to play volleyball one weekend, he could do it. Yeah, I, <laughs> one of those people I hate. Yeah, <laughs> which is just like his. There, his father is the same way. Like he has just agility that I don't know. Like he was Greg was a gymnast. Yeah, when he was younger, so was his father actually. I knew about his father, but I didn't know about Greg. That's cool. Yeah, he could do like that iron cross thing. What? On the rings? Yes. What? Well, he's, look at his, like, he's a big boy. Back then, he was the same size as Luke. Okay. But he has very strong back. Like, Greg has, like, a big, strong back. Yeah. So I can see why he would be able to hold himself. Oh, like, for sure. And what's that called? The pommel horse? The yeah, yeah. Roop, 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 with your legs and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I would love to That's see him so try cool. to do that shit right now and make me laugh so hard. Watch him do it, but like he would do it and he'd be like, oh, yeah, I can do this. No yeah, problem. no problem. He'd be like, oh, be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to see me swim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just try to catch me. <laughs> do you still do some swimming or no. sort of something? <laughs> Not really. Oh, <laughs> you know what? It's so, uh, I, I, it's, it's kind of like a hassle. 
Yeah. Because you got to go. You got to put on your swimsuit. You got to go in the pool, get all wet, swim around, come out, have a shower, dry. Like, it's like a whole production. Which, when you're doing it when you're younger, it's like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, when somebody else is driving you there and making your food for you and, yeah. you know, doing all the shit. Like, I still have a it's ton a little of stuff easier. to do. It's like when I did hot yoga for a few years and how you had my whole life revolved. It was like an obsession, like an addiction where I would, my whole life revolved around hot yoga because I was like, I would go to eat something and I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't eat this because I am doing hot I'm yoga. Sweat later. it out. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get cramps and poop my pants or something. Yeah. So I shouldn't eat this Slovenian salad dressing. Everything <laughs> is, oh my God. I'll be sweating garlic for a week. It wouldn't stop Greg. <laughs> I'm just going to say that because he, we would do hot yoga together. Yeah. He would show up. Did I tell you this already? That he would show up in the hot yoga class wearing like tiny little shorts and just like no. totally. Oh my God. I would try, I tried to buy some hot yoga, like outfits at the studio. Yeah. None of them fit me. I was too big. Yeah. And he goes and buys these postage stamp shorts, <laughs> these tiny little shorts. He didn't shorts. care. And I'm sure that you could, no, I'm sure. Listen, he walks no. into the studio and you know, Greg, he's a big, hairy dude. Like, yeah, he's so confident. And I just like, I'm. You know what? It's why I love him, right? It's one of the reasons I love him because he's so confident. Yeah. And he still thinks he looks like Luke. Like he still has that mentality that he's They 17. do look like. No, they're spitting image. Like if yeah. you look at these, I wish I could, I'm going to look for this picture and I'll show it to you when I find it. Yeah. I saw it today. Anyway, um, regardless. He just his confidence is enviable. Oh, it's amazing! I'll say about that like I appreciate it, but it's also maddening because I'm just like I can't believe this. Like, <laughs> like give, give me, me a little bit of that, you know, <laughs> just a little, just just a drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, <sighs> I, my friend and I we used to do hot yoga. We did it oh, at yeah. Good Life. There was one that had there was a Good Life that had it. And it was, they gave us a card with our membership and then like you could do six classes or whatever, but they nice. never actually stamped the cards. So we went there for free for like oh, a year. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, we, yeah, we loved it. But like, I tried to do it a couple years later. I was much fittier back then. Mm, and I tried to do it a too. couple <laughs> years later and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to step right out. Did you ever do the um what's that class where you put on uh, kangoo what? maybe? You put on these like kangaroo shoes. <laughs> I did that with my friend and I was fit at the time and I just what did the not have the coordination shoe? to do it. Oh my god, no, I need to look it up. What's it called? You have to show me what a kangaroo shoe is. Kangoo, I think it's called. Oh my god. I've never oh, heard yeah, of this. Oh yeah, kangoo before. boots. Okay, I'm going to show you. You have You're to show your me. ass off. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> that looks like absolute hell. I thought I was going to break my ankle. I literally left halfway through the class. Oh I God, turned my friend Kayla. I was like, I can't, I need to leave. <laughs> that would be awful. I can't, I can't do this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Kangoo, Kango shoes weren't Kangoo boots. Oh, like literally left halfway through. The, I was like, I can't. 
They sound absolutely I'm awful. going to break my ankle. That, because they, like, you basically do, like, you almost do, what is that class that you dance in? Zumba? It's Zumba. <laughs> it's like Zumba, but you're on those shoes. And you're, like, bouncing up and down and doing That's twirls. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. No, I You could really that. hurt yourself doing I know. That. Like, really I badly. Like, I can't. I'm just going to step out. And it was so awkward because I had to, like, bounce my way out kind of it was probably 15 years ago and i'm still mortified so 15 <laughs> years Jesus, oh yeah what were you, 12 um 18 oh wait. wow how old am i 17 on that note shall we welcome everyone to this episode of squintcast, squintcast. i'm kelly <laughs> I'm Brittany, and daylight savings time has happened. <laughs> Listen, baby. We can do it. Before we talk about that, I'm just going to say today we're going to talk about Bones, season two, episode seven. seven. <laughs> the girl with the curl. <laughs> daylight savings time. We haven't even talked about that. It's, it no, kicks we haven't. me in the ass. It kicks me in the ass. This one is better than... The other one, though, like the fall no, back is so not. much better than spring forward. Oh. No, it's not. What? It's, it's just bad. Oh, for sure. I was like in bed, totally like, what's going on? It's, I'm so discombobulated. I had a depressing day. I was like super depressed oh, no. today. I don't know why. I was just like in a place. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And I was just like, and now it's so dark. It's so it's dark. So dark. <laughs> when we were eating dinner, we were like, it's black outside. What the I hell? Know. 4 30 in the afternoon yeah so it's a, like no i need my i need my son mm. especially so i'm back at work now sorry i'm getting yes. off topic from the from our um, no it's fine we episode. have to talk about work because you went back to work this week it's crazy i did i went How back to go? work it was good i felt really guilty when i got home i told mark i was like i had a good day but I feel guilty because I'm like, I miss Wayne all day, but I'm like, is it bad that I had a good day? Like that I was no like fine being back at work. It's also, it was also a good day because like I was setting up my new computer. I was like, well, I went away on mat leave for one year. They yeah. um, moved offices completely to a totally different location, changed the firm name. Yes, I um, saw that yeah like oh yes you did so lo lots of changes <laughs> lots of changes happened new staff we like we used to do our files with like um we had like a paper file and now mm. it's all paperless wow so like all these students that i trained and like the junior staff i trained now i'm like mm. hey you want to show me how to do a paperless file <laughs> what mm. the protocols are wow um, which is kind of weird, but yeah, just like lots of changes. So I think my first, I was only, I only worked a day and a half because Wayne was sick at the beginning of the week. He had crew. Yes. So my first day back that I was supposed to be back, I was at the hospital with Wayne. So that was cool. Oh, baby. Oh, <laughs> he's fine so now. All good. Poor baby. Oh my gosh. He still has a runny nose, but like otherwise is an amazing, like he's back to his happy self, but did he go to daycare? So <laughs> he was supposed to go to daycare. You're asking all the good questions, Kelly. He was supposed to go to daycare on Friday. Um, 
So I'm used to being on Matt. No, Lee, so... he was supposed to go on Tuesday. Okay, he was supposed to go on Tuesday. Was in the hospital. Everything was fine. Well, he was sick, but whatever. No, but on wasn't Wednesday, fine. not fine. But now it's fine. Um, on Wednesday, Mark's mom, because he, we figured out like that the doctor was like he wouldn't be contagious anymore because he's been sick for a few days. Right. Um, and Mark's mom also doesn't care. She was like, I'll come over, I'll watch him, and then like you need to go to work, so like mm-hmm. i'll watch him and whatever it's it's fine which this woman is an angel which i yes. have said on like every episode i'm pretty sure but yes um <laughs> so she came hey, by and watched you him have to on have one Wednesday. in your life she is literally an angel like she came by yesterday to help us with the party anyway yeah so um wednesday thursday he was with her and friday i was like i'm taking the day off work but Wayne's going to go to daycare and then I'll set up for the party. Like I'll get everything like ready at the condo at uh, the house. Sorry. So Friday morning comes around and Mark comes back into the house in a panic at like six 30 when he's supposed to be on his way to work. He's like, Britt, my car won't start. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, that's fine. Just take my car. No problem. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go. I wake up to take Wayne to daycare. I'm like, I don't have a functioning car. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, what day did you go to work? I can't, I didn't get that in all the whole so story. So, Wednesday, sorry. Thursday, I went to work. Oh, okay. Wednesday, Thursday, went to work. Friday, I, I intended to take the day off. Friday, Monday, you didn't like, have a car. Okay. I didn't have a car. So, he also didn't go to daycare because um, my dad was home from work that day. So, he, I called him. They actually had our jumper cables. That was part of the problem in the morning. Oh. Um, because my mom's car wouldn't start and his car was in the shop. Anyway, they only had one pair, which apparently we only have one as well. <laughs> so my you dad was like, here, I'll come by. We should. 100%. <laughs> They're not that expensive. No. So, Maybe I'll give that to you as a housewarming gift. Oh my God. We need to put another pair in, like, just have two. That would be really helpful. In fact, you just gave me an idea. Sorry, you logically and intellectually know that it's okay for you to have a good day without him, right? Yeah, like I know. And I like know Mark's that. been going to work this whole time. Exactly. And I know that. Did it's he just... come home feeling guilty? No, I don't think so. <laughs> exactly. All right. Tell me what kind of Jeep that is. That is a Jeep. I think. This is oh, Brennan's I... Jeep. Yeah. From the first episode, I was obsessed with it today because I was listening to old episodes of our show because it's Can something I, take, I'm I gonna, do. Here, put that back up. I'm going to take a picture. Okay. And I'm going to send it to Mark, who is hopefully still awake. Yes. Can you see okay. it? I'm sending it. Yep. Got anyway, it. Anyway, I don't know. I I've, I listened to our show. It because it's great. It calms me down. It's calming, I feel. What kind of? kind of cheap is this this show has taken us through our whole through my whole pregnancy journey yeah <laughs> let's see how long we can go while while wayne's alive you know <laughs> he'll be 18 <clears throat> yeah. like, hey <laughs> anyway. on that note yes on that note do you want to talk about this episode because oh. mm, <laughs> yes that's my I'm very excited about the relationship that happens in this episode. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Okay. Um, you start us off. Sure. Let me just get there. We go. Okay. <clears throat> we are at a. <laughs> I don't know why I was so unprepared. <laughs> so we are at a water treatment plant, as we were mm. talking about earlier. Mm. It's the middle of the day, and they're on some sort of crosswalk type thing, cat or sorry, catwalk type thing. Um, and this poor guy is just trying to get the plant back up and running, get things back to work. There's a bunch of FBI work, uh, FBI agents all around, and. Basically, Booth and Brennan are discussing this body that has been found in the filtration system. Not so good that that would happen. But anyway, this body doesn't look so good. And the supervisor wants things back up and running, like I said. This body is that of, we find out very quickly, is that of a young girl between 8 and 10 years old. Mm. And we find out that it it's like there's thousands of miles of pipe yeah which is insane because booth wants to be able to trace where the body would have gone through so he wants a map of basically all of the different routes that this body could have taken like you said is this plant up and running the second this body gets carried back to the lab Hopefully I have not. questions about that, but also you said this poor guy wants to get this thing up and running again, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, here we are again. There's a dead kid, like the remains Ugh. that they have that washed up through this pipe are so gross. Ugh. They're gloopy and gloppy, and they show this shot of the remains, and then the guy who's running the plant, of course, he wants this wrapped up as soon as possible. Oh, Every yeah, they always they do. Go, it's so Also, funny. how many kid episodes have there been this is Honey, way too many kids that have died so many on the show kids. so many kids seriously Ugh. and then i was no- also made note of the fact that it's casual friday again with booth yes. i feel like season two is all about casual fridays with this guy it's so weird because he shows up casual and then like throughout the episode we like get a suit i need to talk casual to david and find suit. out what's the deal <laughs> what's the deal so that this body so they think that the that this little girl died less than three months ago Mm. which we'll talk about it later in the episode but it's just interesting Mm. how this body got from point a to point b yes and took three months to be discovered but anyway we'll we'll discuss that in a bit well we can talk about that later for sure oh Um, boy but it, it makes sense to me. I, I yeah. think it makes sense to me personally. I guess, like, yeah. Depending on where. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But dep- because of where the body was placed. Where it originated. We'll get there. Exactly. Yes. Then it makes mm. sense. I guess a storm or whatever. Anyway, this is not the first episode where we've had a body found at a location that is not where the victim died. Mm. So. So. Do you want to tell us? What happens back at the lab? Sure, we go back to the lab and Booth is being impatient and wants to know if they've determined a cause of death. And I was like, he's still wearing the same clothes from the water treatment plant. So I assume it's the same day. And I'm like, yeah. body, body, body. <laughs> they just got this body. And he's like, where's the Are cause you done of yet? death? And I was like, relax, man. So then 
they do this they've been doing this a lot lately but hodgins goes into or no zach starts telling booth how it's hard to tell because of this because of that he starts using all this science language and booth gets impatient and says you know a simple no would have been fine like just say no yeah. we don't have a cause of death and i was like oh my god booth's so testy and then hodgins hodgins it's because is, a kid is involved he's always so well, testy when a kid is involved he always gets upset when there's a kid but he's also he's got this hate hate on for zach lately and always. hodgins is chomping at the bit to get at the victim's clothing yeah and the next thing is cam walks in and i made a note that she swiped her card i heard the swiping of the card and beep beep it's before such she a cool got detail the... i you know what i notice it every time and i love it i love it anyway <laughs> this is i have to talk about this because cam shows up booth is there Ugh. and they're so awkward with each other it is so obvious that there's he, something going on no but he takes a step away from her like she walks in like good morning hi and he like steps away from her like to be physically distant and i was like come on booth no sex in the workplace kelly but she's just yeah but you wouldn't do that nor in a normal situation you would never like recoil like oh i don't want to stand next to you she's just asking how everybody's doing this morning anyway they have a weird interaction cam and booth like she asks him specifically how how it's going and he's like yeah i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine like whatever <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then hodgins and angela notice this interaction oh yeah like big time they're like look they're see like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the last episode was it yeah the end of the last episode yeah during the episode hodgins was like i know something that when you know that i know that yeah. you know yeah you'll know that i know yeah and then and they she, were like oh yeah and now they're that. in on it together well that was because she touched him right before they went for coffee in the last oh, episode yeah. so they were all like no way and now oh, shit. it's like all that angela and hodgins they've got like eagle eyes like watching them going like he he, he we know we know <laughs> we know anyway sex <laughs> so then booth mentions that he's on the lookout for pedophiles like he's trying to look up a database of pedophiles from the area who are on some kind of a list mm -hmm. the assumption is that this girl was abducted assaulted yeah. murdered by some an adult person yeah. who may have already had charges against them yep what's interesting i find especially because you mentioned that booth is wearing the same outfit which i did not yeah. notice but now that you mention it <laughs> they realized during the scene that the victim's hair was bleached which <sighs> is very odd because they think that because they think this victim is between eight and ten years old yeah so angela is going oh okay that's why my my sketch didn't get any hits from the missing children's database so you're telling me that she mm -hmm. took the skull like in the same time that he's wearing his same outfit yeah took the skull sketched a photo of this girl mm. put it out in the missing children's database got no hits and then came to chat with them like that seems like a lot of work to happen in one day so listen i have a lot just of Wearing the same clothes because he was staying with Cam? Well, here's the thing, okay, honey? This is what I'm saying, okay? 
I'm because this is the next thing that's funny, of course, is that Booth notices that Hodgins and Angela are noticing him and yes. Cam interacting. And they're being weird. Like Cam and Booth are being weird. And then Hodgins, uh, at, no, Booth asks Hodgins, if, don't you have work to do? And then Hodgins looks at Booth and goes, <laughs> don't you? And I was just like, whoa. Like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, right okay it like leaves how Hodgins feels like he won yeah well Hodgins is like he has this power oh yeah because he knows because he knows the secret but I wanted to ask you at this point did you figure out well I mean okay you knew what this was about obviously yeah but how long did it take you do you remember to figure out the situation with this kid a long time it took me maybe not a long time but it took me at least until the end of the next scene no i the, knew i was like oh you knew right so away obvious. and they took so long i felt like it took so long for them to go oh this is going on this is going on because they're trying to figure out this is the issue they can't figure out what's going on with this kid because like you said her hair was bleached there were things wrong something going on with her teeth there's yeah. stuff happening with uh, her, her teeth skin. are veneered she was wearing there's, makeup yeah there's all like, kinds there's of things thing. going on so they said oh sorry <laughs> oh go ahead <laughs> no that's the next that's the next scene they basically end up cam and hodgins end up back in cam's office and he's like oh like i i took all these scrapings from her cheek and eye socket and stuff and guess what she's wearing makeup hmm. and cam's like let's take a look at her teeth oh yeah she has fake teeth brennan notices that she has fake teeth so Hodgins makes a comment that she must have been a midget stripper, but anyway, obviously inappropriate because because it's Hodgins. She's so really. young, and yeah, and that too. But she's between eight and ten years old, so obviously she's a young young girl. Regardless, by uh, that point, back... I think I knew what was going on. Yes, we're back yeah. in Angela's office. Tell I guess me what you're happens. right. Like it, I felt like it took so long for them. Yeah. To figure this out. <laughs> also, the picture in the missing children's database. So we do eventually get there because we're back in Angela's office. Then she enters these yes. new variables. Yes. The fact that she would have had dyed hair. The, the way that they do her hair in this Listen. picture <laughs> is so ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> they like curl it on top of her head. The girl with the oh curl. Oh my God. Um, and then they put in the fake teeth and the makeup and everything. And then it like immediately it pops up that it's this little girl who was a pageant queen so we got honey boo boo basically the second here no honey this is not honey boo boo <laughs> this is what's her face um oh what's the one the girl who went missing what's her name no the girl who was found murdered in her basement closet yes. and they didn't solve the case and it was all very fishy and basically Wasn't the theory Jolie? is that her no no very close so close and people are gonna murder us for not knowing it's the most famous case oh my god all right look it up Let's john bennett ramsey john 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 Benet john, john Benet. yeah 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 that's it so when was that case that was in 1996 she died yes but 
There must have been um, something in the news that year. This show came out in 2019. A convicted pedophile admitted to killing her. Really? Though at the time it had not been solved. At no, the time it hadn't this episode been came out. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Suspect arrested for murder of child beauty queen. Oh no, you're right. 2006. August 17th, 2006. So this is around that time. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, the show aired in 2006, so it was filmed before that. But this is a very famous case. But he didn't do it. I don't think. No, he didn't. And then later, someone admitted. No, I think they still think the brother did it. People also search for a pageant girl killed by a brother. Yeah. Oh, they no think one the has brother ever been charged. It. The case is still open. Yeah. They think the brother did it and the family tried to cover it up and it was insane how they tried to cover it up and how the investigation was completely bungled and everything. What? So That's a Jeep Liberty, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> I, so, I was listening to an old episode and how obsessed you are with her, like leaving her car everywhere. <laughs> And like, uh, how does she get places? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Booth picks her up, I guess. She basically then has I, a personal Uber. And then you mentioned what kind of car she drove, and I, I wanted proof. So I got it. Anyway, where were we with this? So, this, okay, at the end of the day, they plug in all the variables, they come up with an image. During the time that they're waiting for this image to sort of be generated, they're discussing, they're having like a fun discussion about childhood and how, you know, Angela, she talks about, you know, what, when, when did we lose that part where we let our kids just be kids and all that stuff? And how Angela would just like to go on. She loved to be on a swing. She loved to go on swings. She thought they were wonderful. And then Cam pipes in about childhood, I think, or something. Or no, Zach got all wistful and Brennan got yeah. wistful, but they got wistful about chemistry class. In like a weird way. <laughs> but Hodgins, though, yeah, jumps right on board with Angela. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she actually kind of turns to, like, as she's, talking she actually starts to turn to him talking yeah. about like you know i miss like how high can i go and mm. if i twist the chains how fast will i spin and she's smiling and grinning and leaning a little closer mm. um to hodgins and he's leaning into her and he kind of finishes her sentence and is like what if i try to jump off before the swing stops and like yo get a room okay get the finger out of your mouth kelly it was <laughs> cute We have a lot to talk about with this. We have so. different opinions. I thought Moving this was on. adorable, but okay. <laughs> Moving on. Angela so they're comes having up a with moment. Image. Yeah, but after all the crap about childhood and childhood <laughs> yes, yes, wasn't yes. it great? Yeah. I'm just I'm just resentful because my childhood was absolute hell. Regardless, <laughs> uh, Angela comes up with this image of a beauty pageant child named Brianna Swanson. Yes. And as you said, the images of a girl with a curl, which I don't know how they generated this curl, but there it is. <laughs> and she looks a lot like Jean Bonnet Ramsey. She looks so <laughs> much like her. She was a little Miss Junior pa uh, Patriot pageant participant, and she disappeared yes. in the middle of the pageant. 
Mm-hmm. And she was only nine years old. So another child's death, quite <sighs> upsetting. And now we yeah. get to talk to a piece of work. I mean, her mother. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll talk to her after we do our, uh, I think this is when we have our intro. Oh, sorry. I didn't write in my notes the intro this time. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, my God. Now we get to meet a piece of work. Oh, God. So I want you to take this because oh. you have experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we meet Brianna's mother, Jackie Swanson. <laughs> oh, the shade. She, oh, my God, this woman. What? Tell me. This woman is just brutal. So we end up at the FBI offices off fbi building we're in an interrogation room with booth and he's talking to brianna's mother jackie brennan is there as well which she really adds some comic relief to this thank you uh brennan and jackie's showing pictures like oh wasn't she so beautiful Hmm. um of her like pageant queen daughter and like booth and brennan are just feeling totally uncomfortable it's obvious that they feel totally uncomfortable because they don't understand on what planet it's okay to dress up a nine-year-old like a grown woman it's but anyway i agree yeah so she brendan is mentioning kind of stating the facts like we found out that she had veneers we don't we wouldn't normally see that on a child Mm-hmm. um we found out that she was malnourished we like we found out all these different things about her that she is the malnourished piece was absolutely devastating wasn't it oh my god so <clears throat> she basically is saying that it's horrible she's basically saying oh but Br- yeah brianna needed the teeth brianna wanted this brianna wanted that like none of these things were for me they're because i wanted to support her dream of becoming a pageant queen mm. And we find out that Jackie reported her missing, but she wasn't with her when she disappeared, which is a bit odd. They had Mm. gotten into a fight or something had happened where she left her in her room. um, And when she came back to the room, then she was missing. And she she suspected that it was her ex-husband who had kidnapped Brianna because he had been trying to get custody of her for over a year before she had gone missing. Um, and she kind of throws out there this like totally egregious piece of information, this, this fact in quotes that it, it it had to be him because he said he would rather their daughter, Brianna end up in a ditch somewhere than turn out like her. Right. And so at this point, I don't know about you, but at this point I'm hearing this comment from this woman who obviously is delusional in my opinion <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay clearly she's just trying to set this guy up 
it didn't seem to me like this is something that he Listen, would have he, actually said yeah, she, or she sounded like super vindictive and vindictive that's what i'm looking for so oh god they basically end it there like it it's obvious that we're gonna end up with a scene where we're gonna sit down with brianna's father mm-hmm. not yet because we're end up, gonna end up back at the jeffersonian where we're gonna see cam and zach working together on the remains <laughs> but like yes oh my god <laughs> this woman anyway we're back at the <clears> lab <throat> yes cam and zach are chatting cam is talking about pageants and how she thinks that the evening wear category is just ridiculous and they're taking a look at this skeleton and they're figuring out that her neck was broken Oof. they're they're figuring out cause of death just this whole thing Ugh. With it being a with it being a kid, it's like grosses me out, it's man. So much worse. Yeah. So the ID badge gets, gets swiped. Swiped. <laughs> thank you. And I'm I'm just swiping my hand. So thank you, Kelly, for uh, picking up on you know actual words. Yeah. Um. And and Hodgins shows up, and he found fragments of steel in the victim's jacket. So, oh really? We're getting asphalt and roofing material. Yes. Then he said something clothes. about some other roofing material. Yeah. So they think I don't that know they, the they make the connection <laughs> that Brianna's father was a roofer and they're thinking it's mm. kind of a coincidence. Maybe we should tell Cam about this. But Cam jumps and it's like, I'll call Booth. I'll call Booth. Right. And okay. This Hodgins is where this, is like, oh, about this, this? starts. This is what we're going to talk about. Yes. Yes. This is interesting. Because, uh, yeah, we should tell Booth about this. Is said very flippantly, and she goes, "I'll do it. I'll call Booth." And I I'll, was like, I'll, "I'll, I'll take one for the team. I'll do it. I'll do it." <laughs> and yeah, Hodgins' comment, like, "Oh, really? You're gonna that? that you're that's gonna, what call you're gonna, him? gonna call him about? All right. I guess, okay, fine. sure. <laughs> do my job, so you can talk to Booth. I guess. Yeah, I guess just a quickie, maybe later. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, now we're with the father. Do you want to take it away? talking about, I will. Talking about I'm Brianna's just, father I'm just looking up a couple of things here because I yes. didn't before but it's okay I'll get back to it no no I can I can talk about I can take away take it away I just feel yeah, so horrible go ahead. For this guy yeah I the father go ahead with the, the father, father seems like such a genuine person he is sitting there yes he has a roofing business yeah he gone out on his own when Brianna was born because he wanted to make some more money he does use the things that they found on the body because it's for waterproofing. And apparently that's something that is very common, commonly used. Um, he was just working when she was, went missing. Right. And he's getting very defensive. He's like, I've already answered all these questions. Why am I being asked this stuff again? Why are you suspecting that I'm involved in this? Mm-hmm. and booth is saying like emotions are running high maybe things happened you got upset and can i just killed say- your daughter <clears throat> yes i'm back by the way yes i finished up? looking up my little trivia <laughs> for later but okay i just want to say i feel like the father's not broken up enough about this whole situation like i feel like if it was like my daughter and I found out that she was dead, 
and the wife is blaming me like it's like wow yeah. wow i would be livid i would be so yeah. upset first of all grieving the loss of his daughter but then also like oh my god and i don't know i just feel he like he does kind of go through a range of emotions i thought but it is subtle like he kind of starts out frustrated and then at the end it's like he's defeated by the end of the scene because he's he basically says listen i didn't do anything yeah jackie's trying to get jackie's trying to put you on to me because she's a piece of work Mm -hmm. and look what she did to my daughter yeah he doesn't think that she loves her the daughter no like i don't think she loved her at all the way she treated her exactly she's like this is what my daughter actually looks like this is my true daughter yeah it's a a picture of her uh, of a little girl just a regular little girl she's quite cute but very cute brown hair no dye like just looks like a regular everyday kid yeah and he's just so torn up because now by the end of the scene he's like listen i didn't do it i really want to give her a proper burial i don't want her to be like i don't want her funeral to be some sort of pageant show i don't want her dressed up yeah yeah Yeah. um you can't dress her up honey i hate to break it to you yeah just put make her just make her the way she's meant to look no you can't there's nothing you can do with the remains i don't think they kind of look at her like well that's the other thing there's it's literally just a skeleton but i know i know so um yes yeah so brennan at the end of the scene brennan and booth kind of just look at each other like okay now what are we gonna do like this was our best lead it's yeah. clear that this guy didn't do it <laughs> who cares let's move on to the next scene i'm gonna talk okay about this, one. this is what you're dying to talk about oh my god ow next ow? <laughs> what is that noise i wanted is to whistle your... into the no my cat call okay i'm gonna go around I'm, I'm... Go. oh yeah i didn't hear that at all i can't hear that at all are you whistling? Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my you can't God. hear it? I can't. It's like a dog call. I can't hear it. <laughs> That's so funny. It's on a whole other octave. Oh my God. Your your whistle is like a dog whistle. That's so funny. Wayne has started whistling. I whistle all the time. Like I'm constantly oh. whistling, like whistling along to tunes, whistling, yeah. just like going about my day. It's a like an annoying ha- annoying habit. I know it. Wow. And Wayne whistles now. Like he actually he goes. Oh, that's so cute. That it's is so, so cute. cute. And he actually, on occasion, because he's making his mouth like that, he actually makes a whistle every so often, like just does. by accident. I bet he does. And I Mark's bet mom you saw it whistle and was like, in key. All the time. You are in key. <laughs> I am not. I can't whistle for shit. I love whistling. <laughs> that's great. I whistle like my father. I catch myself whistling like my father did. He did this sort of lazy man's whistling where if you're just dittering or doddering around the house, you kind of go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lazy whistling. There's no real works. 
like point to it it's just no random. je ne sais quoi to it yeah i'm not whistling like actual <laughs> songs so. oh i'm whistling like literally full songs i i bet you are <laughs> you can whistle in and out it's like a big I'm gonna skill. get you a ukulele girl you can ukulele around the house too perfect whistle with All me right. ukulele. sorry yes. yes let's talk some so we're Hawaiian doing cat calling. You can just put cat calling in. <laughs> I am gonna do that. Or well, dog calling, not... whatever. Yeah, do your whistle. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Here we are. We're back in Angela's special room. I call it Angela's yes. special room. And Hodgins sort her of her office comes in. I know it's her office, but I call it a special it's her room. special room. Well, because she's got a lot going on, you know, she's got like yeah. the sort of model area where she does like builds things and then she's got the computer area and then she's got the other sketching area and her desk. And anyway, she's got a lot going on. <clears throat> Their offices are beautiful. Like, I wonder they how are... much they make. Anyway. Um, Kelly, you should see my new office. I literally, it's, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to send you a picture tomorrow. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like we have brand new office. Oh, it's so Do you nice. have a corner office with windows? I have a huge window, not corner, but huge window. Like the whole side of my office is window. Wow. It's Where's so the nice. office located? I it's guess at you Young and Shepherd. So mm. like just east of Young and Shepherd on Shepherd. Okay. Right off All of right. Shepherd. I'm going to send you a picture. I haven't been up there in so long. I feel like it would look like a foreign land now. Oh like my God. Been... It, it, I Now that I'm working there, I haven't been there in so long. So built up it's so built up like yeah. there's condos everywhere it's insane yeah the last time i was up there i had a friend who i organized her baby shower for her oh and it was um it was wild just wild the, oh yeah sorry the okay condo. yes their offices okay. are very nice <clears throat> i'm gonna send you a picture tomorrow of my office it's really nice yes yeah, so angela's nice. in her special office hodgins yes. walks in and they're chit-chatting he's giving her some evidence uh for the case like gives her like a bunch of shit and then he like puts it down and he sort of insists that they have a talk about moving their relationship forward and this is where we need to have a little discussion Brittany. because okay fine i am very confused i wrote in my notes this is why i don't understand why Brittany thinks they've slept together I based okay, on yes. this conversation this alone. conversation alone until this point i was like they've been boning 100 this conversation i was like wait what because if if they haven't slept together yeah and he's been behaving the way he's been behaving yeah then got, it goes back to being weird yeah he got a problem him sniffing her hair yeah him making all kinds of comments about like falling in love in the lab or whatever yeah this this scene kind of made things a little bit confusing because every indication was that they were sleeping together is and then they're like world, hey question is there a world where they could be sleeping together casual friends with benefits maybe and then he's been on an official date he hasn't he wants to like make it official could be this I'm entertaining the idea only for your sake. I'm just I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and regardless, so he wants to move. He's being a little pushy, I have to say, yeah. but he's it is a bit much. Not too much. Not too much. No. Like he's like but a in, little is on the edge of almost yeah. 
almost going too far. Well, he really likes her. Wants to take her on a date. And she's like, absolutely not. Terrible idea. Yeah. And he does. He tries again. He kind of, he kind of physically corners her a little, which I wasn't comfortable with. A little. Yeah. I don't like it when men do that. I feel like that's like a show of like, they're trying to be dominant and I don't like that. But then he backed off, which, okay, good. But he's like almost, this is where men, like oftentimes they corner you, they're being pushy and you keep saying no. And then they turn on a dime and start calling you names and like how terrible you are because you reject them. Yeah. So, but he didn't do that. So that was no, good. He, he, she said no to him and he took it very well. Like, she you're going to make a mistake. So... You're making a mistake. Like, yeah. He's playful. like, you're making a mistake. Exactly. He was trying to be playful. Yeah. And I'll give him this. I'm being very nice to Ajin. I'm just telling you the last few episodes. You really are. I love it. I have been so nice to this guy. I have to say, I was. Yeah, this episode was interesting. An interesting Hodgins experience for me, personally. But Angela's A redemption really, episode? Eh, not quite, but sort of like, okay, there's like this, this almost depth there. Yeah. So, okay. That's all I have to say. This episode, you should cut out the word almost. <laughs> I'm going to put in a dog whistle. Take out the word almost. (laughs) You have a lot of work to do. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor guy. So he basically walks away and when you can tell that she when he walks away, you can tell that she's like the wheels are turning. Mm -hmm. Like she does say no, but she's thinking about it. Well, it's classic, right? Like, did I make a mistake? Like, exactly. It's like when you break up with somebody and you're like, oh, did I do the right thing? Should I stay (laughs) with them even though they're absolutely horrible? But yeah, (laughs) maybe that's not that bad. Yeah. Um, we end up. I'd rather be alone. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We end up back at the lab. Well, we're already at the lab, but we end up in a different room where we're looking at some chest X-rays on a monitor. Cam, mm-hmm. Brennan, and Booth are there. And we find out something like shocking, which I skipped ahead a little bit previously. And we're going to find out about anyway. Okay. So we find out something, a couple things that are absolutely disgustingly shocking. So what Brennan does is she puts up the rib cage of a teenage girl who died in 1872. And she puts up a normal rib cage beside it. And it's basically showing what happens to a spine and a rib cage when a corset is worn. Mm. And then they put up Rihanna's x-ray and mm. it's very clear that she had been wearing a corset because her her body shape is identical to this um, girl from 1872. Beyond that, so she has this hourglass figure that obviously is not normal for a nine-year-old beyond that she also has signs of malnourishment and it's not <sighs> from like bulimia or Breaks my heart like that i know it's from a calorie it's, controlled it's a diet calorie deficit yeah that would have gone on for at least two years oh 
God. So when she was seven years old, yeah, this piece of work, I don't understand how with this information alone, they can't charge her that the mother just for what's that called for child abuse or child or neglect abuse. or whatever yeah exactly anyway so obviously cam and brennan they're all just completely disgusted cam adds on not only are these things happening she was also taking all these different uh medications to basically do all sorts of things so human growth hormones some antibiotic to treat acne something that controls her perspiration all of these things have very serious side effects. So the fact that she was taking them at all is insane. Even for an adult to take them would have been insane. Oh. But for a nine-year-old to be taking them is like, is shocking. And Angela, at the end of the scene, hurries into the room and says, you got to come and take a look at this. Yeah. And so they kind of follow her out of the lab, but they're all completely disillusioned. Like, you can tell that they're all like, holy shit what are we dealing with yeah it's bad is this like, where it's we bad talk- she died but but had anyway. to endure all of this but also this is where somebody argued like why would we do this did you talk about this already where brennan i didn't that, you know women We're go brennan. through all kinds of shit yeah. you do. we talked about it earlier what i have to do to look even remotely presentable in public now so what a perfect like, time for us to talk about that <laughs> women just go through it you know you're yeah. going through it and then zach mentioned how you know he wished he had bigger biceps but then he had to accept the fact that he was a nerd basically yeah and never have them <laughs> and booth anyway. is when brennan makes that comment though about how like people have done much worse for beauty that people do like neck stretching and foot Honey, binding the foot booth binding is, like, so that's foot okay. binding of it all it's terrible like, insane so none of it is okay obviously we end up back in angela's office and she has a bomb to drop she has a video video footage interview the mother again don't they Mm, i think that they look at the security tape and then they interview the mother again because they interview the mother based on what they found in the security tape which is i apologize oh it's a very short scene so basically they find out, or Angela's found out, because she's been going through all the security footage. So she finds out that about half an hour before Jackie reported, the mother reported Brianna missing, she got in a huge fight with her on a stairwell where she's saying, the mother's saying, come on, like, come right now. And Brianna's saying, let go of me. Like, I hate you or whatever. Hmm. And so they're thinking, wait, maybe we have a different motive. If you have done all of this stuff, risking your child's life for her to win all these pageants, and now your daughter refuses to compete, yeah, maybe that is a mo- maybe that would be your motive for murder. Maybe that's right. when you would murder your kid. Like, whoa, yeah. So the mother claims that it was Brianna who was like super competitive and wanted to do all these yeah. things. And then Brennan, of course, he, she's been on her high horse the whole time here, of course, talking about oh, yeah. how terrible she is as a mother. And Brennan basically tells her that she made Brianna do all these things so she wouldn't have to deal. She said, oh, you just made Brianna do that so you wouldn't have to deal with being basically ugly, like deal with your own lack of beauty. She's a little harsh. And then the mother goes, she looks at Booth, the mother goes, 
I don't like her. She says this about <laughs> Brennan. So funny. I love the way she said it. Maybe oh, yeah. She's like, I don't like I her. Like her. <laughs> so like Booth her. calls her to task about this fight that they caught on camera, yeah. like you said. And uh, Bri- um, Brianna's mother said, uh, you know, she talked about the fight and she's like, you know, it seems so silly now. Right. And then Brennan's like, only now? Only now it seems silly? Like, <laughs> Anyway, I just thought that was so funny. So apparently she's just on this woman. Oh, (laughs) will not give her one break. So apparently the mother sent the kid to the room. Uh, I said, go to your room, right? At the hotel during the pageant. And she went downstairs for a drink with all the other mothers, which you know what? Fine. Yeah, I don't care about that part. That part's fine. That part is fine. It's the torturing your child starving her putting her in a corset giving her a bunch of drugs like those things maybe not so fine (laughs) i could see how brianna i can see where the mother's coming from too though like obviously the mother encouraged her to be in the pageants and then brianna maybe being the competitive type did all those things because she wanted to win without understanding that these aren't good things to do. That's where your mother, as a parent, you have to step yeah, in and she be has like, to intervene. Exactly. No. <laughs> we well, the mother has that. to feed her for fuck's sake. The yeah. Thing about the not eating part, which drives me. That's it's bad. Crazy, right? Well, talk about Western versus you know other places, yeah. right? How we starve ourselves to be skinny. You whereas- can tell so much when you go over for dinner. Like where people have immigrated from different countries to Canada yeah. and you go over for dinner at their house. Mm-hmm. And in some cases they're like, have another serving. Have another, yo, you must be hungry. Have another. They have like yeah. 10 courses and you're like, yeah. oh my, I'm literally, you're going to have to roll me out of here. They're constantly <laughs> feeding you. Well, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's the Eastern Europeans do that too, right? Oh like yeah. Slovenians. Everybody, every culture has that, I guess. It's like this constant. Their relationship to food is different. That's all. Yes, 100%. Which there's all different shows on Netflix all about that. But hmm. okay, Zach and Cam are now hmm. studying some bones. They're looking at some x-rays. It would appear that she died and then was beaten is what they're kind of coming up with. And yes. it appears that it was done with the steel-toed shoe possibly based on what was found there's fragments of steel found in the jacket so they're kind of trying to piece together this puzzle and thinking perhaps she was kicked after that happened mm-hmm. cam and zach seem to be working together quite a bit more than usual yeah i know why this is happening but regardless well, it's because hodgins is off <clears throat> with angel all the time now exactly so the next scene we have angela is in brennan's office she's confiding in her that hodgins asked her out on a date and brennan's like oh so you're you're in here hiding from hodgins in my office she's like i'm not hiding she wants brennan to give her some advice and brennan's like yeah no i'm not the person to yeah, give you this definitely advice. not <laughs> and i wrote down that these people are best friends i just want to mention that again that they're best friends best friends absolute best friends that definitely confide in each other well Brenda makes a reference to you know angela wouldn't ask her 
about no, a Brennan wouldn't ask systems. Angela. Exactly. Brennan wouldn't <laughs> ask Angela about some scientific thing. Then Bre- Angela shouldn't yeah. ask Brennan about dating. Brennan is the worst, though, because Cam walks yeah. by and she's like, Angela's like, well, I can't ask Cam about this. Like, I have to ask you. And Cam's walking by and she's like, can't ask Cam what? And Brennan just casually is like, oh, Hodgins asked Angela on a date. Like, let's chat about it. <laughs> I have no, to say. not your place. I do want to talk about this scene a little bit because I have something to say okay. about it. So Cam comes in, casually sits down. They start talking about the pros and cons of going out with Hodgins. Yeah. And Cal- Cam basically tells her to do it and prove that it will be a terrible date and everything will go back to normal and work itself out. Yes. I do love this girl talk i kind of like this even though it does not pass the bechdel test and they are talking about a man i i appreciate that it doesn't pass the test but there is a show i absolutely love called the orville which is uh oh yes like kind of a satire parody type thing on uh star trek by created by seth mcfarlane and at first the show starts out as very funny, but then it really becomes, it, it, it kind of kidnapped me this show because it starts becoming incredibly intelligent and emotional. And there are a lot of scenes. I didn't get that far. <laughs> oh, well, there it's are a though. lot of, a lot of scenes with the with There's women, there's three or four women that sit around a lot drinking in one of their apartments or one of the, at the bar or something having like really intelligent conversations and i love they're they're nothing they're not the scenes don't move the needle they don't really move the plot they don't do anything except show friendships women being friends and having like conversations drinking wine and just enjoying each other's company and i just absolutely love those scenes in orville and this scene with cam angela and brennan sort of reminded me of like yeah them kind of coming together on this well this is the girl gang i guess right these are the only female employees yeah for now you're right i don't see a lot of other women at the lab either no it is kind of cool it brings them together a little bit there's a lot less there's no tension that there's been between these this is the thing this is a scene with three women not fighting like they're having they're just talking and it was and it's like it's not about water relief work it's just about like yeah it, we needed it <laughs> giving advice to angela you know that's all it was <clears throat> which is kind of a 180 because i feel like angela is constantly giving advice out like she's constantly dishing it out oh my god so we okay. uh, we do decide that angela is going to follow cam's advice yes she's going to say yes to hodgins if he'll still accept which clearly he's going to and it's going to be horrible so then they'll just get back to work and everything's fine yes oh my god what happens next okay so next okay brennan and booth meet up at this dance studio where there's a bunch of young pageant girls uh working out like doing some dance routines yes they sit down booth and brennan sit down in like the parents area next to this really gorgeous redheaded very professional looking lady and she asks them booth and brennan which kid is theirs 
And Booth gets so uncomfortable with the idea. They're so awkward. That one of the, <laughs> that Brennan and Booth are together and they have a kid together. He gets up out of his chair and moves away from Brennan. There's so, like, there's something fundamentally wrong with Booth. He's he just gets so awkward. He's so weird about it. <laughs> anyway, he sits next to this lady, gets away from Brennan, and Brennan's Brennan's sitting there like whatever. She just like thinks he's an idiot, oh and God. he shows this woman his badge, and the woman's like, "Ooh!" And I just want to say, he sits next to her. He goes, "I'm with the FBI." Shows her the badge, and I thought this is the greatest pickup line of all. Time. Oh yeah, like, like <laughs> he sat next hey. to me. Oh, no, I'm not with her. I'm with the FBI. I'd be like, oh, oh my God. Ooh, oh. the FBI, then, tell me more. Ask me for coffee? Let's go. <laughs> anyway, go on. What happens with this lady? Oh, my God. She basically, she's trying to get all the deets. Even, well, yeah. I don't know. She introduces herself. She was formerly a pageant queen. She's showing off her daughter, Ariel. They're at mm. this dance class. Mm. And basically, she tries to defend pageants and she says i was in pageants growing up i was mm-hmm. a pageant queen look at how i turned out everything is fine right we don't really get much further than that except that finally this lady leaves because her daughter ariel is done the class well and Charlotte, i think what the instructor... they get yeah no what they get is that she oh, says that shoot brianna yes. swanson the, the victim yeah what was very competitive <laughs> and wanted to win at all costs and that she was no angel yes like, he was kind of a like a dick kid which kind of unfortunately does fall in line with jackie's story saying she's very competitive and she wanted to do all these things not me and yeah so this woman her name's uh kristen mitchell by the way and yeah like you said brendan of course was judging her for pageants and doing all this stuff and she basically says you know fuck you i i got to college they put me through college man like yeah i got a full scholarship for it had a scholarship <laughs> i got went through school and i'm doing great so yeah and she was talking about how empowering it is and how it's like yeah. really fun and there's no reason to be so judgmental about it which, which i really I, opposite. I don't know i, I know, appreciate kind of the opposite of what she was yeah maybe i feel like there is a point where it's nice and helpful, if you let but the I feel kid like eat that, yes and do her hair the way she wants like yeah some of the girls we see later Yes, some of the girls we see later it looks like they're having fun. Mm. Charlotte Craft, the teacher, comes her. up to them. She's wonderful, yes. she's and she says that she has twenty amazing. minutes till the next class, so let's get her done. Come on over, we got to talk. Mm-hmm. At this point, Booth is like, "Hey, Brennan, you're not coming with me. You're gonna stay here, and you're a civilian, so you're gonna chit chat." with the uh the girls here find out some details Mm. and i'm gonna go talk to the teacher Mm. and brennan's like oh okay yeah good point okay yeah i I can do this well because booth says i can't do that like i can't go willy not as an agent as an agent just asking questions plus he's an adult male in a class full of little girls like he's exactly he's like i'm not kind of pervy yeah (laughs) but it, it does work they kind of divide and conquer Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Hodgins. Angela. Back at the lab. Back at the lab. We have a little bit of a break. So well, that well, that's happening. Um. Cam is with is with Hodgins, and they're taking a look at some evidence, and they've kind of figured out that 
she was where she was kidnapped and where her body was dumped would have been within a one mile radius of each other. So she was kidnapped at the hotel mm-hmm. and then she, her body was dumped within a one mile radius of that location. Mm-hmm. He thinks that her body was jammed into a storm culvert for over a month. And then there were some thunderstorms that happened two weeks ago. And that's what kind of got her that that's what got her body down washed her remains down to the treatment plant but i thought they said she died three months i thought they said three months okay i'll find out you talk about what happens so they they figured over over a month and then thunderstorms happened two weeks ago washed the remains down to the treatment plant and then what does cam say and cam is like i'll tell booth (laughs) again (laughs) oh my god and he hodgins looks around and he sees angela yeah and she's walking up the aisle toward him and he kind of laughs and she smiles at him and it's super cute and she basically says he says oh don't come around looking for a second chance (laughs) that was a one-time offer baby like joking around funny i thought that was, was funny it was so funny until she's like oh really and he's like, what? No, 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 not a one-time offer. I'm just kidding. He's like, in, I, I guess he did not expect her to say that she would want to go on this date. And so... I have to tell like, you what I wrote in my notes. Oh my God, I need to know. But he digs her out of this hole. Or he yeah. digs himself out of this hole. They decide they're going to go on a date tonight. Because he doesn't want to give her time to change her mind. And <laughs> Hodgins is going to come up with a plan pick her up tonight and what is in your notes <laughs> i wrote their chemistry is pretty good he wants so to take good. her out that night she is so tall and she's I wrote, so tall <laughs> i wrote he's probably good in bed well yeah they've been sleeping together this whole time so oh I my guess. god <laughs> i was thinking about this one guy i i have to say i'll just say when i was like 19 so i was like 30 fucking years ago i was like very slutty anyway this one guy (laughs) i still think about this guy one night only and he like wow he was not tall he had a hodgins body for sure okay but his hair was like blonde and like kind of shaggy and he had like he wasn't well like crazily endowed so to speak okay yeah yeah but the moves <laughs> like 30 years of, later motion of the ocean girl seriously are you out there are you listening to the his podcast? name is kirby i'll say it kirby kirby sure. are you fully kirby. loaded <laughs> <laughs> oh that's herbie <laughs> anyway that was fun damn yeah <laughs> yeah it was fun but i just remember like i think about hodgins like he's like a kirby totally okay kirby and angela's a tall beautiful woman like you so she's so oh stop it things are happening anyway well before this episode because definitely they've been sleeping (laughs) together okay sorry back in the studio (laughs) (laughs) i love how you like sneak it in like Moving on. So there's some creepy uh, teenage boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yes. Um, 
it's kind of weird that Charlotte Kraft, the teacher, did not bring this up earlier, but there's this teenage boy who is the brother of one of the the pageant queen pageant girls. Um and he dresses all in black and he seems to be lurking near a doorway doorway in this picture that she had taken. Uh he's only 17. The picture she just really wanted to show how creepy he seemed to be <laughs> and show his parents. Um his name is Jeremy Farrell and mm-hmm. she seems to think that he's totally harmless but it seemed like a good thing to give Booth so that's where they're at. And then Booth saves Brennan, but not before Brennan has a little conversation with a very famous actress and a bunch of other girls. What? Ariel Winter, who played Alex Dumphy on Modern Family oh, okay. and has been in many other things, but that's the main thing I know her from. Um, she is in this episode. So she was she plays born, one of the girls. She is Liza. And so this was in 2006. Okay. And she was born in 1998. So she was eight years old Aww, in this. So cute. So cute. So she's, I guess, 24 now, which is mm. insane. Mm. Um, But she looks exactly the same. Like the second I saw the scene, I paused it and was like, oh my God, that's Ariel Winter for sure. Yeah, because Brennan's sitting down on the floor with all the girls. Yes. Asking them questions about brianna but she's also showing them pictures of skeletons and telling them stories it's really funny <laughs> anyway oh my god it's hilarious so she shows a so picture cute. they're so cute she shows the picture of a 12 year old girl from the bronze age and yes. it showed that she had already had children mm. and one of the girls is like well how did she die brennan's mm. like oh she died having children obviously mm-hmm. and then liza aka ariel winter um, said, well, she should have waited to be married before she had sex. I know. And then they're all like, oh, you said sex. <laughs> I know. There's that when they did that. I was like, oh, my God. These girls are oh my so God. Cute. Anyway, like, Brennan fits in this questions about Brianna. Yes. And they basically confirm that Brianna was a real CN next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. She's brutal. And then Brennan immediately anthropologizes the whole situation, saying, you know, oh, there, you know, this hierarchy and dominance. Like she's using all this like anthropology type. All language. these words like Darwinian pressure. And the kids <laughs> these girls are, are like, like, huh? What? <laughs> Can we talk about the skeletons? Jeez. <laughs> Booth and saves then, the day. <laughs> this is my favorite. Oh Booth my God. comes up comes up behind Brennan and he lifts her up off the floor to make her stand up. Yeah. And one of the girls goes, uh, Oh, you have big muscles. It's like, she and says he, it like breathlessly. She's like, oh. I know. <laughs> and then he's like, thanks. He was so cute with them. Anyway, he's thanks. Like, thanks. Anyway, Brennan's I just like, well, was... I learned about cankles. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find anything new? Because I basically didn't discover anything. <laughs> yeah but booth thinks the teenager that charlotte was talking about the teenage brother of one of the uh, pageant girls jeremy might be a suspect because he's wearing in the photograph that charlotte showed he's wearing steel-toed boots in yeah. his outfit and then they actually see him walk in and then he's wearing those same steel-toed boots yes and so they go okay our possible suspect is now our primary suspect we need to get this guy in 
Yes. So. So. Oh, my God. This mother might be as bad. I think she's almost as bad or worse. Than Brianna's mother. Jackie Swanson. Exactly. Oh, my God. So Donna is there. Mm. And her son, Jeremy. Mm. And Jeremy is dressed all in black. He's clearly got a sense of style that is not typical of a teenager, but is typical of a mean? certain group of teenagers. Very typical. The emos. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's totally typical. Barely. He's experimenting with his wardrobe, okay? So Barely. his mom is like, oh, my God. He could be such a good-looking kid Jesus if Christ. he would just get out of this disgusting outfit. He's constantly wearing these outfits. He's saying, I didn't, I wasn't wearing those boots the night that she disappeared. Yes, you were because you never get out of this outfit because you're terrible. I'm going to show you a picture of this person right now. Yes. This actor. Okay. And I think I'm going to interject because I want to mention a couple of things. Tell me. This guy, the actor's name is Kyle Gallner. Okay. This is what he looks like today. Oh, damn. Hot. Oh, okay. okay. He was in he sit Veronica down Mars. Oh. He was in Veronica Mars. Okay. The woman who plays the redheaded, the Thornhill, Kristen Thornhill or whatever. Or no, yeah, Kristen yeah. Mitchell. Sorry, her, her, the actress's name is Lisa Thornhill. She Ariel's was also mother. in Veronica Mars. Really? Yes. That's so interesting. She was also in crossing jordan oh i love that show we've talked about that before and only because we talked about it today she was in enterprise okay was she really and the woman who plays jackie swanson brianna's mother yeah was in buffy the vampire slayer of course she was these people there's so much overlap have been working oh yeah they work girl. they work well especially they were working in tv when it wasn't as popular to work in TV, it seems. Exactly. They were in some yeah. shows, girl. Shows. Now, Anyway, it's all about... I had to interrupt because I think this guy who plays the 17-year-old kid is fine. And the mother is terrible. And she hates him. She hates her son. Oh, God. She's terrible. It's she does so not sad. defend him. She doesn't defend him once. She says Basically, nothing positive about him. No. And she literally oh. just forces him to like give up his boots, throw some under the bus. Without a lawyer, too. Yeah, there's no lawyer present. Basically, Jeremy tries to stand up for himself and is like, listen. Yes, I have a girlfriend. Booth is questioning, oh, is it a real, like, is this a real girlfriend? He's like, oh, like, what are you talking about? Like, do you, is it like, are you asking if we have sex? Like if I, if we don't have sex, then I'm just some pervert who has a thing for little girls. Like what the fuck is your problem? I know. I loved, I anyway, loved this kid. I thought he was great. He stood and up for himself and it was awesome. Was defending himself. If I was his parent, yeah. I would have called a lawyer. I would have done something yeah. to help him. Like how not could just this sit even there. Be? Exactly. Well, we find out, which again is consistent with what we found out in that last scene with the little girls sitting around, that Brianna was bullying his sister. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, he talked to her the day that she disappeared, 
but he talked to her to give her shit and be like you can't talk to my sister like that lay off um yeah basically just to tell her to get lost mm-hmm. um oh i feel so bad for this kid I ultimately he gives the boots out he gives the boots over he can't really do do much no so i don't think at this point it's unsure if he's a suspect if the boots match then yeah we have a problem but otherwise honey it's it seems like seconds. an innocent kid it's yeah. within minutes we find out that basically it's a moot point the boots yeah. aren't a match and he's they're not even they're plastic they're not even stainless steel yeah they're not even real yeah we find it out like literally in the next scene um yeah there's no issue going on but hodgins is like listen i gotta go Zach, you got to deal with this. You got to process the rest of the evidence because I got a date. And now we're in a grassy yard. Okay, how are we going to do this? Let's talk about this freaking date. Oh my date. god! So yeah, Hodges so, is going. It's so cute. He's going on his date with Angela, and I don't know if I. I would. I honestly sat there thinking, would I like this date? I was trying to figure it out, like maybe if there was a slide and monkey bars and it's kind of weird yeah this park has only like what the, the only hell? things there are two swings there's <laughs> nothing else Obviously, there's no slide the production just this brought is a budget over yeah. there and put it on this thing but it's like oh my god it's just two it, swings sitting in the middle of nowhere it, i mean it, it works for the purpose of the scene i but... know what this shows is that Hodgins listened. So during the listen, scene, listen. Angela had talked about her childhood. I wrote, and how she loved to be on swings. Yes. You're right. And Hodgins he listened to her. Took her because he he's nervous about this date. So he starts yes. it out by saying, like, I know you've been out with a lot of guys. And Angela's like, what is wrong with you? Like, you have a different girlfriend twice a month. So thank you. So <laughs> here we go. Stop slut shaming me. <laughs> thank you. I was like, this is the first thing he does is slut shamer. But it's I don't think it was meant that way. I think no, but that's not like... what it's called. Like back then, no, but it is slut shaming. And then yeah, oh, she yeah, was sure. like, screw you. Yeah. He's with girls all the time different girlfriend twice a month i did not get that indication at all other than the christmas episode and i said to you he was a playboy i think that he's a rich mother trucking playboy and what the hell like you think that he and angela are already in cahoots or doing whatever it is they're doing plus he has all these other girls so i think i wrote see he's a playboy (laughs) and i'm going no (laughs) so i liked Angela, she gets out of the car. Sorry, I, I hate to interrupt you. No, no, I'll please. let you go. But I love what no, Angela go. says because they get out of the car before she they get on with this date. She goes, "What are we doing here? Oh yeah, why are, are we, here? we here to walk a dog or something?" <laughs> I did not write that down. Oh uh, my god, that was funny. He he gets so serious and he's like i remembered what you said about the swing which literally just happened two seconds ago hodgins good job good memory Mm. and they look over and there's swings earlier that day i think they had yeah earlier that day and she's impressed you can tell right away that she's impressed by that 
Brittany. We don't get to see this gets split into two parts, this date that we are watching, because we are now gonna go back and talk to Brennan and Cam. Before but, that though. Okay, yes, tell me more. I said in my notes that I would break the swing set if I sat on it. I would you knock would it not. over. I would knock it over. I would like the minute I got a little bit too high, the whole thing would fucking fall over <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it does not look secure. Just it to would be clear. sink into the ground. <laughs> I went on a swing with Wayne. And I was so nervous about that. But it was all fine. <laughs> I lived to tell the tale. Thank God. That would be mortifying. <laughs> it was a little right? dangerous. Like breaking with chairs your kid. on stuff. Just like, oh my God. <laughs> with your kid. Like, oh, that's great. No, no one look over here. <sighs> <laughs> we end up back with Brennan and Cam. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been mortifying. So basically, we find out we they're talking about this what looks like some sort of candy bar wrapper. It's hard to tell, it's very faded. And then Booth walks in. He's like, "Oh, why do you guys have a milk blast bar wrapper?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Booth. Very helpful. And then Cam and Booth have a moment where they start singing the jingle to some convenience store jingle, the yeah. Red Shed. Mm-hmm. And Brennan is just staring at them like, what is wrong with you two? And then they kind of, they, they're laughing, but then they kind of get awkward. And they get reminded that they're dealing with a dead nine-year-old. Yeah. And they're both like, oh my God, like. So, no, I'm so sorry. Booth like, was Booth upset. Is like, I should never have done that. He's like, I'm sorry. I, didn't I had know no idea that, that you were case, working on this. Yeah. But Cam knew it was. True. Cam looked True. so like she was like, gulp. Like, a little like, awkward. Sorry. <laughs> but this is a huge <laughs> development because they only have so many Red Shed convenience stores. Because they're the only ones that sell this kind of chocolate bar. So as long as you can have, as, as, if they look within this one mile radius that Hodgins had talked about, and they look at where the Red Shed convenience stores are, mm-hmm. then they should be able to narrow down where Brianna's body was dumped. Right, if they find one near the hotel, like you said. Yeah. Um, I just will say I don't like that Cam was shamed in that moment. I'm just going to say that. Because she was, like, having a no. nice light moment, and she yeah. didn't need to be like but she doesn't have many of she's very serious a lot of the time i didn't like that yeah that's fair completely fair okay where are we at we're back next at our date we go back to the fake park with the fake swing set <laughs> where hodgins and, and angela are at the park swinging on the swings and she's okay it's Michaela, cute. Michaela's doing a. She's doing her best to pretend to be having a good time, like as the actress, like she's as the like, actress. Wee! Oh, it's so like, fun! Like I love swings. Things, and I'm gonna puke. It's like, honey, it's not that. It's not going that fast. Anyway, she's like, You're oh, fine. I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. It's like, ah. Anyway, they're swinging on the swings, and she's threatening to puke. They're having fun. He's being a little pushy. He's being a little pushy. And but also a little childish. Yes. And he says, he tells her he had a dream that they were doing the swing thing. 
which tells me that this is not the same day they had the conversation. Maybe not. Oh, true. No, the swing conversation must have been the day before. Right. So he has a dream they were doing the swing thing and it ended well. And she laughs about how shameless he is because she's like, yeah, I bet it ended really well. (laughs) (laughs) And then he backs her up and physically corners her and goes in to kiss her. Yeah. Right? Like she... He, he, but she doesn't she wants to be kissed i but know it is a little aggressive but i'm like she can't get out of it because she's trapped by the swing like she's like true you know like that's what i don't like i maybe that's just me being triggered or something i just don't like that he's a, i think that it's meant to be all cute and like i know it's meant we're to seeing be this cute. different <laughs> different side of him but looking at it from a 2022 lens it could be a little like a little much anyway they have their first kiss they on kiss screen. super cute and everything is wonderful yes on screen because we know what kind of kissing they've been doing otherwise who anyway. knows who knows <laughs> well brennan and booth are now eating milk blast bars as they're yes. walking around um are they just ice cream bars like you i get think they're just ice cream ones? bars yes yeah. but they seem to like them so there's mm-hmm. a there's an actual FBI forensic unit that's supposed to be sweeping the culverts near the hotel. But while they're waiting, he's like, why don't we go and take a look around? Let's just check it out. What do you think? Oh, that is I'm a making, nice sweater, Kelly. I'm making hand gestures to tell you to keep going because I'm stepping oh, okay. away from the computer. You froze but... at the time you started making the gestures. So <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> oh my God, that's so what am I supposed to do? Okay, let me tell you more. So and Brennan are holding flashlights and they're going around the neighborhood and they shine the light in the direction of a storm drain, which is partially obscured by weeds. And it is so it's somewhat well hidden. And they both walk toward it. It Booth makes a comment that it's big enough to stuff a child's body into, which is terrible. And Brennan swirls her hand in some water that's by the culvert. And she has a glove on her hand, so that's kind of nice. Just to not contaminate evidence. And she pulls an object out and shines her flashlight on it. And it's a pageant medal. So clearly they have found their crime scene. And they didn't need those FBI people that were supposed to be combing the area. Because the first one they looked at, they found it lucky 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 well hey they gotta wrap it up just like we do so yes <laughs> this technically it's it's only 11 but it is feels like midnight right now i wrote lucky in my notes anyway the this uh did you say it was from the 70s this uh we did metal. not know that at this point we just oh, knew no? it was some sort of pageant metal but it's we find out metal. like you said in the next uh, in the next scene we find out brennan and zach are taking a look and we found out it's a 1976 yeah. Little Miss Raspberry Blossom Culpepper Virginia medal. And if you remember, we met a woman who had put herself through school because she won some pageants. Mm-hmm. And that woman is Kristen Mitchell. Yes. So and they find her. They find her in like old 70s newspaper. Yeah, they see her in the newspaper. So you know, looks you like know we what have a microfiche is, right? I don't. 
Oh wait, is that like the the archives? Yes. Like the newspaper archives? Okay, yes, I Where know you what turn is. the dial and yeah. it shows okay, all I know the newspapers what that is. going by. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, 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 okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> One second. I'm not that young. <laughs> <laughs> I love microfiche. Anyway, go on. Um, Kristen standing up for herself at, in the FBI interrogation room with Booth and saying, yes, my daughter did win the pageant after Brianna disappeared. Yeah. That wasn't a secret. And then she went on to win a national competition she finished in the top 10 at the national competition. Yes, none of these things would have happened if Brianna Swanson hadn't gone missing. But I had nothing to do with it. Listen. Mm-hmm. How did she get my medal? Or how did my medal end up at the crime scene? Well, Brianna Swanson was a thief. Yes. She probably just took it out of my bag. And like a smart person, unlike that mother of Jeffrey, she asks for a lawyer. Because That's it doesn't correct. look so good. No, it doesn't look good because it's like, that's not good to find that there. So back at the lab, Brennan and Zach are figuring out how the body was kicked after the death. And Brennan determines that the person who kicked Brianna, basically, she boils it down to someone who has scoliosis. Yes. So Brennan asks Booth, she calls him in the interrogation room and asks Booth to examine Kristen Mitchell's hips. And he refuses oh to do God. this. He was like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Because he's telling him to go over and like touch her and stuff. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. So then Brennan asks him to have the video of her pacing the interrogation room. How does she know the woman was pacing anyway? And can I just say a celebratory welcome back? Because to she beaming. says, beam <laughs> me the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kristen walking back and I forth. I wrote in my notes, beaming. In all caps. Anyway, it takes zero time for this video to show up at the lab. So they beam this video of Kristen Mitchell pacing. And it takes zero time for it to get to the lab. Their internet must be so good. Must be incredible. Brennan tells Booth to let her go. And Booth asks why. And Zach says, because Kristen Mitchell has nice symmetrical buttocks. <laughs> Booth is so embarrassed. He says, Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I what does that funny. mean? <laughs> so they figure out, yeah, this, like, I think you were t- kind of talking about some of these things, but they're the, the, they think that the attacker would have had scoliosis. Yeah, we did talk about that. So that's why they were looking at her butt to see. That's if she why they got to like, look at her butt. See if her hips were, you know, uneven. Basically, exactly. That's what happens. So back at the lab, uh, Booth and Brennan swipe their cards to go on the platform. Beep beep. <laughs> and this is absolutely where I almost. It was so gross. The like just now thinking about it, it just like kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies because they talk about uh they've brought over a parking what's that called like the block that goes when you go to park your car it goes at to the stop front. your car from rolling yeah like a parking that stop thing. parking yeah. stop thing yes i think it is a parking stop yeah and they want to show how uh brianna died so basically she was curb stomped that's kind of how it ends up like how she yeah. died was like 
she was she yeah curb stomped and then kicked with tap shoes and then dragged to a culvert oh god so it looks like that it was one of the other contestants that killed her which is insane Yeah, how did they decide that? Oh, because of the tap shoes. The tap right. shoes. Yes. Yeah. Because the they figured the metal the that thing. was, yeah, the metal that they found from the kicks was from tap shoes. I don't mean she was curb stomped. It just means, like you said, she fell and couldn't stop her fall. And she caught broke her, her chin. Neck. Yeah, yes. broke her neck instantly. Oh, God, the thought of it. Which, if you me. think, like, she, if she was with another contestant, and that happened then i could see another nine-year-old maybe panicking of course but also the thought the thought of the girl how she broke her neck it's 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 very similar to remember we talked about falling down the stairs or something like it's just like one of those like sudden accidents (laughs) that falling in the shower absolutely is devastating right it has like crazy devastating consequences just like a freak accident yeah crazy yeah well next we now have Kristen mitchell and ariel getting dressed for the latest pageant so they're they end up going to the pageant because they got to check and brennan go to the pageant yes they got to go to they got to go to the pageant and they end up in the dressing room yes so we see familiar faces Kristen and her daughter ariel but Mm -hmm. brennan starts to try to examine the symmetry of all these kids hips <laughs> without their consent up, without their consent so one of the contestants <laughs> the first contestants is contestants is like contestant is like oh like what are you doing then she just kind of ignores her and keeps walking and the second one is like molester molester <laughs> So they end up in a room with the security guard. Brennan, Brennan's like, I'm not molesting her. I'm not molesting her. So anyway, I'm a forensic secu- anthropologist. I'm yeah, not she's a molester. Trying to, I know. <laughs> so she gets nabbed by the security officer at the venue. Yeah. Who and the guy is happy mm-hmm. to let them just watch the pageant, but he's not. she's not allowed to touch any more girls. Yeah, he's like, please stop touching the girls. Please stop. <laughs> and... They have a little montage that plays to the tune of I've Got Rhythm mm-hmm. of all these different girls doing all their You do this. Routines. I'll sing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There's some girls rhythm, doing some spinning of hula hoops, twirling batons, dancing, singing, all I've these things. And then they find Jeremy's sister, Haley Farrell. Is doing a tap dance, and they realize that she's the girl with scoliosis, and it was her that killed Brianna. The point is rhythm, but she killed. They found the they found the culprit. But while they're watching, Booth and Brendan are having the best time watching the talent show. (laughs) It was so cute. All the girls, like you said, like we were talking about earlier, like some of them don't always have to have makeup and crazy hair and corsets and all that stuff. They're just girls having fun, dancing around, playing instruments, whatever. And they, I just thought it was really funny because 
of how Booth and Brennan were reacting how it started to the performance. Like, oh, this is horrible. And then now they're like, oh wow. <laughs> I know they were enjoying themselves at the pageant. It was really funny. Booth was and having it's... really good time. Oh yeah. They definitely both enjoyed it. But now we end up with Jeremy, our emo yes. child, emo yes. teenager, back with Donna, his mother, his yeah. sister Haley, yeah. and Booth and Brennan. And for some reason, I don't even know why Jeremy is there, to be honest. But that's fine. It's a family affair. It is a family affair. And we find out Haley does admit she's like totally frightened. But she does admit that she was the one who was with her when she died. And she did. She goes. She does. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. She says it over and over and over again. Um. Basically, Brianna said that she was going to buy her ice cream, but then she just made fun of her and she told her that she was ugly. Yeah. And she pushed her, and that push unfortunately resulted in Brianna dying because she broke her neck on that parking stop. Yes. So rather than going to get help, she basically shoved her in this culvert that was like right there mm-hmm. um, and went on like nothing had happened. Well, she wanted Which... to go because the pageant was starting and she exactly. wanted to win. And I was like, oh, this kid, I felt so bad for her. I, I was like, so poor... bad for her. I was like, poor baby. Ugh. Jeremy also seems like she's bawling her eyes out. The mother's like oh god why didn't you tell me i'm based on how you are with jeremy kind of makes sense that you didn't tell but that's fine yes and i Um, love how jeremy loves his sister yeah and he's just horrified and so upset for her and Mm. oh it's just it's such a sad moment because you can tell this girl did something absolutely horrible but obviously it was an accident so Ooh, we end up with Angela and Hodgins. We have a little moment there. And then we got to talk about Booth and Brennan. But let's talk about Angela and Hodgins first. <laughs> we have a problem. Well, the next scene we have Hodgins and Angela. They meet up. Angela's like... She admits to Hodgins that she's been avoiding him all day. Yes. And she has to break it to him. Because uh, the date was really awesome. She had yeah. a great time. But she doesn't want things to go to shit like she's just worried about starting up something and then like it ruins their friendship it ruins all their work relationships so she's just really messed up about it so he tries to convince her like really hard by saying like come on like what about the other scenario what if it does work out and everything's great like let's give it a try but she puts her foot down and i will say he does take it on the chin and he does he is way more respectful than I would have thought he would be. I was surprised and actually thought, okay. And I thought it was like genuinely sad. I was like, poor Hodgins. Like I he's know. being rejected, even though it was great. And he's just like, I can't. Like there's, yeah. I felt He just seems him. defeated. He's yeah. like, oh. So they decided that they will just stay friends for now. Yeah. And he kind of, he takes it well, but he does kind of avoid her a little bit at the end there. 
Yeah. He like kind of gathers his things and doesn't kind of avoids her eye contact and kind of slips by her. Yeah. And by the time she looks around, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I feel so bad for him because like you imagine having like the perfect date and then being like, it was supposed to go horribly wrong. So because it went so well, we can't do this. Honey, oh God. We should have I, like a, pay, a, like a separate Patreon episode of just me talking about bad dates. Anyway. <laughs> My sister could help you. She's yeah. been online dating and although oh. she's been seeing someone lately, but before that, not good. Oh, congrats to the team. Yes. <laughs> okay okay so oh god damn it should we get closer to talk about this okay Brittany, we have to look at each other should we talk closer let me just bring my computer closer yes (laughs) okay so next booth and brennan oh my god they're sharing stale donuts together i'm just going in really close to the computer really close here we go Brittany. Booth and Brennan are sharing stale donuts, talking about Rome falling and how much they enjoyed the pageant. They're just like having a great day together. It was really fun. Yeah. Brennan's totally con- confounded as to why women want to change the way they look. And Booth says, well, of course you would say that. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, well, because you're like, you're so beautiful. You're beautiful. structured very well. Like he's basically saying you're hot. So yeah, of yeah. course you don't need to go to do anything to make you look better. Yeah. And then she says that he looks good too. They have a little moment where they're like, yeah, you're sexy. So I'm are you. Sorry, but this is crazy. And then you hear footsteps and then Cam is walking out of the lab. I'm sorry. I'm losing my shit. <laughs> And just as he's having this conversation with Brennan, <laughs> Cam looks up at him from the, like downstairs. He's on the mezzanine and she's looking up at Booth like, hey, I'll see you later, right? And then Booth gets really weird with Brennan and starts excusing himself, saying that he has like, oh, I have an to appointment. go somewhere. He has an appointment, <laughs> an appointment or something. And I'll see you tomorrow. And then Brennan's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then he looks down at her again. Booth looks at Cam. And then she walks out the door. And he changes. She smiles, though, and then leaves. Yeah, but then she walks out the door and he changes his mind. Oh, yeah. And decides to stay and hang out with Brennan instead. It's like, I'm and telling they, like, you. they, like, order dinner and everything together. Like, well, he offers to buy her Thai food, and then yeah. he's like, oh, I better order, like, more of something, because, or she said, you ate it all, or, and they're talking so close to each they're other. They're literally, like, like, an inch away from each other's faces. About how he ate all the noodles or something last time, and I was just like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Like, these two, I, like, wow. It was electric. It was electric. And like it's more like, electric than any other time. It's really weird. Like, yeah. And it came it right wild. after the ha- Angela and Hodgins, like. But, like, you can tell, like, the chemistry is good with Hodgins and Angela, obviously. But Booth and Brennan This is, like, another like, level. They're, like, it's insane. Oh, yeah. 
And this episode was mediocre, but the relationships in this it episode. Was all, it didn't matter. It was all about. Just killed it. Cam and like, Booth, so well. Hodgins, Angela, Booth and yeah. Brennan. Like it was all about that. Exactly. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end. What and do you think? I'm excited. Like this, this cast was stacked with like really awesome people from like so many great shows. Like, like I said, like the whole Veronica Mars connection, Buffy the Vampire, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like it's a wild. And I'm really, I'm still on the fence about this whole Hodgins Angela situation because I'm confused. Like I okay. liked I was I was enjoying this trajectory, like this idea that they were sleeping together already. Yeah, because then it wasn't creepy. Yeah, but now, but now Hodgins is kind of creepy if they weren't sleeping together. If they weren't, then it's a problem. Honestly, yeah, right. But we'll see. There's something that happens in the next episode. No spoilers, but. With Cam in particular, Cam, Booth, Brennan, that, that triangle situation. Not it's not really triangle, I know, but yeah. There's something that happens that I will talk about. But Cam T- Tamara Taylor brings it. Like her micro expressions on her face, like the way that she can convey certain yeah, feelings. Good. Like in this one, it was when she got caught joking around when they were talking about the candy bar or whatever, the ice cream bar. And she was shamed. She just had a very, like a moment, just a small, where it was like, Oh, her face was just like, like I made a mistake. Right. But the net, I just, I, I'm just thinking about the next episode, how she has the same sort of situation, like a realization kind of face and like where, I want to talk about it so bad, but we're not going to. <laughs> anyway, it has to do with the Brennan factor. Yes. The Brennan and Booth situation, I just can't believe. In real life, they would have had sex already. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you, you're so funny. <laughs> I'm keeping it together. You think they've already done it. I know. They have. So I know for funny. a fact. <laughs> Wild. Anyway, I'm so over this dead kid stuff. Like, they have to, like, yeah. give More it a break. More adult murders, please. <laughs> More adult murders. Yes, please. More weird yes, please. moms who want to steal people's babies. And... Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no more of any of this. <sighs> what do you think? It was a good episode that, yeah, I don't understand why nothing happened with the mother, Brianna's mother, but that's fine. Right. And we never heard like what happened with the kid either. Like how was that handled, you know? Yeah. I don't know how it's handled because she's so young, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. So I did like it. I like the Angela Hodgins relationship. I don't love the trajectory that they want. Like, I felt like we had a lot of movement and then they went back to just being friends. So it's like, okay, what's going to happen? I know, but I'm not supposed to know. So I'm going to keep it together. And like Booth and Brennan, the chemistry is off the charts. I thought that was awesome. There's a lot of character development. Cam and Zach seems to be, seem to be kind of stuck behind. Like we don't get a lot of development from them for now, but we'll get there i'm sure 
Yeah. Do we know who wrote it or directed it? We have a gentleman by the name of Thomas J. Wright. Okay. Um, a lot of assistant directing. He directed some of Alias. I know you like that. Okay. Supernatural, NCIS, Castle. Oh, I love that show. We're not talking about Castle anymore. This is going to keep coming up. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Bunch of stuff. Criminal Minds. He's but this was the stuff. only episode of Bones that he directed. Yeah, I don't think he did anymore. It looks he like did he One directed... Tree Hill, too. Interesting. Oh, wow. It looks like he directed an episode, at least an episode of The Wire as well. Okay. So he has quite the the experience oh it looks like he also where is it here it is directed some max headroom i'm gonna give leave that to you to do your research this is a show from the 80s that i was very fond of called max headroom h-e-a-d-r-e-r-o-o-m headroom i want you to look it up and check it out Okay. It was a show in the 80s, and you won't believe oh, I see it. it. You won't believe it. Max Headroom. Max oh, is Headroom. It a, is it a cartoon? No. Anyway, it's okay. in the, I'll tell you, it's in the near future. An intrepid investigative TV reporter does his job with the help of his colleagues and a computerized version of himself. That's so wild. It's is absolutely it from the 80s? insane. But it it stars this awesome guy named Matt Frewer. He's quite famous, like in a lot of sci-fi, but there's lots of great people who came out of that show too. Awesome. But yeah, Thomas J. Wright directed it, directed some of it as well. On that note, I think all in all, I'm really enjoying the season two seems to be all about the relationships. So it's going to be liking it very interesting i'm glad that booth and brennan have moved forward with beyond the bickering but the close and talking, cam as well god like, yeah it's nice well, that cam and brennan are getting along angela's getting along that was a nice little combo yeah yeah, yeah the talking is too much i'm like woo yeah. <laughs> oh, <room. laughs> even cam's looking on like these two need a room I'll wait till next week, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank On that you for note. joining us for this episode of Squint Squintcast. <laughs> Nailed it. Brittany refuses. Refuses. <laughs> Given your experience have, doing harmonies, you would think you'd want <laughs> to be in sync. Squintcast. <laughs> <laughs> next time. All right. We'll see. Yeah, on that. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Squintcast with me, Kelly Booth, and my and your new friend, Brittany Elsner. The Bones theme is performed by The Crystal Method. They can be found on Instagram and YouTube at The Crystal Method and at thecrystalmethod.com. Intro and outro music is by Twisterium at Pixabay. Cover art was done by Irena Dolance Stajan. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Squintcast. 
Email us at squintcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at fab underscore empire underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Brittany is at Brittany81523 on Instagram. See you next time.